Hey everyone, welcome to another Fashion Grunge Pod episode. I'm Lauren. Hi Lauren, I'm Charles. <laughs> hey, this is Forward Flash. We are jetting into the future. Yay. And we are, but actually not because it's about the 80s. <laughs> so <laughs> it came out in 2013, much like our last Forward Flash that was 20 or 2006, but was This Is England, which was about the 80s. This is also a flash, but not really, because <laughs> it's the actual we're, 80s. We're going back in time in order to travel into the future. Exactly. <laughs> and we're talking probably one of the most debaucherous films that somehow is three hours, but I think has some kind of weird like curse, because <laughs> I don't know how the time flies and how I don't even notice the time, but it's The Wolf of Wall Street by Yay. none other... Marty Scorsese, who's like you know, who's just like some a, guy. <laughs> he's I don't know. He's like he, he's he's like some bro who has a camera or whatever. Yeah, he's but. done like some movies. You know, like <laughs> some people are big fans, other people whatever. I mean, we hardly really hear about him. I mean, yeah. he's kind of underground. So, so he's, yeah, he's he's like he's he's like a total wallflower. totally like he barely does like any like comprehensible cinema i mean no one remembers anything that he's ever done (laughs) it's nuts exactly (laughs) um but on the contrary everyone copies scorsese at every chance they can (laughs) so it's kind of insane that every movie you've probably seen is probably ripping off scorsese somehow (laughs) like it's kind of nuts he's like the blueprint i'm sure in school they're like just do it like this (laughs) This is how he does it. This is right. <laughs> um, but I'm excited because this is a request and someone in the Patreon group was like, are you going to do Wolf of Wall Street? I think they've asked twice and I felt bad. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And it's so long. It's such a, it's a three hour film, but mm-hmm. I personally don't feel the three hours because it just keeps you engaged the whole time. Yeah. It's, um, um, like whenever I think, whenever I hear a movie is like three hours, I just, Think of like Victorian England, you know, and know. you know, just like l- l- ladies having tea, and just be like, "Oh, did you hear? <laughs> Mister Darcy has just recently become single again, and oh, isn't that lovely? I, I, I guess there's no more cousins for him to marry." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this reminds me of I was watching the episode of The Simpsons when. Bart, uh, it's the pool one, which is probably one of my favorites where they go to pool. <laughs> and Bart, like, breaks his uh, leg and has to, like, stay up in his room the whole summer and, like, can't be in the pool anymore. And then Lisa's like, how are you? And he's like, she's like, oh, yeah, how are you doing, Bart? And he's like, yeah, I'm okay. He's like, actually, I wrote this play. And then he, like, <laughs> like starts reciting it. And he's like, kisses for breakfast and Helga. <laughs> And and she's she's like I think he asked Lisa to go do like go check on Ned Flanders because he was like spying. It's very like what's that fucking Hitchcock movie? A rear rear window. Yeah, so he's like spying and he's like Lisa, go do this, and she's like no, and he's like that's fine. I'll just recite from my my play I've been writing, and that's what he's like. Kisses for breakfast and hell. (laughs) And then she's like, God, all right, I'm going, I'm going. (laughs) She leaves. That's what it reminds me of when you mentioned like. Queen Victoria, England, and it reminds me of, like, the English patient, like, some other bullshit that you don't want to watch. Oh, God. I, how... This goddamn English patient has ruined my entire life. Like, I, mean, I, I put that in the category with Wes Anderson films because, again, I mean, stuck. 
I, I mean, I'd, I'd frankly rather watch The English Patient a million times over than even attempt to watch a Wes Anderson movie. That's but, true. I mean, it's it, it's it's a struggle. It's it's not like it's it it's not like a movie I find like fun. So like, I would have to be uh like in some type of severe torture a la Alex in A Clockwork Orange to even <laughs> think about sitting through any kind of Wes Anderson shit. Like, that's exactly what I feel when he's, like, with those things in his eyes, like, screaming. That's how oh, I feel if someone yeah. mentions Wes Anderson. Um, I, um, I, th- I think the last time I had to sit through a Wes Anderson movie was when um, it was about, it was, like, ten years ago when I was, like, home in Alabama and um or at the time home was out anyway um but um my mom was like oh charles i rented moonlight kingdom and i was like oh god <sighs> i um i was like oh well maybe i could get a neighbor to watch it with you and <laughs> <laughs> a neighbor maybe and... we could like find some woman to pay at the 7-eleven to like come over here and watch it because i'm not fucking watching it and so I ended up ended up watching the movie, and I, I swear I think I was texting you the entire time, like, "Why is this happening to me?" Yeah, you, you know, like, dear dear God, help me! What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> I wish I pulled like a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible and like extracted you out of there. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna like rip open the the roof, and then I'm gonna send down like one of those wires, and then just you grab it, and we'll just take you up, <laughs> up and out. And be like, no, you're not gonna watch this. It's so fucking terrible. Oh, and it. God. It was exactly what I expected. Like, I mean, it, like, again, had an incredible cast that he just, like, managed to, like, fuck up somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, he clearly do- doesn't know when he gets, like, you know, what, what, what to do when, when he gets gold. So, it's anyway. all the same. It's <laughs> like every single movie is, like, the exact all same story. The same. He, I, and, you know, the thing that upsets me is, like, I guess there's this brief like time when he forayed into animated films oh, and he God. like wrote the fantastic Mr. Fox and oh, he that's worked, right. and he, I think he also did that movie like the Isle of Dogs and it's still the exact same story it's just <laughs> bullshit <laughs> oh, people who are like Wes Anderson fans are screaming but you know what that's your problem and I don't have to deal with that because and it's not happening on here there's there's nothing you can do about it because we still hate him yeah, we still hate him, and we still think that uh, I will never admit to liking his film. Even if I end up liking it, you will never know, <laughs> because this is my whole personality now that I have to stick with. So I don't, but in the event that I do, you will never know about it. <laughs> when I recently rewrote the Oscar nominations for the year 2001, I specifically cut Gene Hackman for the Royal Ten Bombs out and put and put in and um put in the. Who did I put in? Anyway, it was someone... Jay Hernandez from Crazy Beautiful. <laughs> like I would have taken him. I mean, I would have written him in there. I mean, he's. I mean that that performance was was brilliant. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Or like Paul Walker for like the Fast and the Furious, <laughs> like the first one. Yeah. Like that one was so good. I'm sorry. That was like the blueprint. I mean, I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, if Sigourney Weaver can get a legit Oscar n- nomination for a- Aliens, I-, I genuinely think that anything is possible. It's true. 
It's true, as we've seen, because this was a quite a, a contentious Oscar season when oh it comes my. to 2013, which is when this was released. It premiered December 17th, 2013. I believe that was the actual premiere, and then it, like the premiere in LA, and then it actually went to theaters on Christmas Day of 2013. Oh, cool. So this was actually, the screenplay was written by Terrence Winter, but it's based off of the memoir of Jordan Belfort called The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that is, that's that. And what is your, what's your first impression? Like, when did you first see this? I saw this in in, in the theater. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I like, loved it. Um, and But this is my, the first time I'd watched it since then. Um, oh, is it really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and it, it, it still holds up. It's just, it's just so good. Like, so good, yeah. I, I mean, um, just, like, um, I, um, I, I I thought I thought like um I I thought Leo was great the first time, but watching it again, he genuinely this performance genuinely like blows my mind. Like, I, he should have won the Oscar. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you know, I think that he was robbed of this performance, especially the nuance in this performance. He deserved the Oscar. I think more than anything, he's been nominated for. Yeah, I mean, um, I th- think like this scene that sort of tipped me over was um like when um was when uh was when uh. Margot Robbie con- confronts him in bed by like th- th- throwing w- w- water at him, uh-huh. like and just like the way he plays it is just done so well. Like, it's all so well. I would yeah. have given it to him just based on like the physical comedy of him on the ludes getting into the car. That is that is possibly the most in- the um most incredible piece of like cinema I've seen in my life. It really like, is. And that apparently like him ad lib he ad libbed wanting to open the door with his foot. Like oh, that really? wasn't written. Yeah, like a lot of it was written. I think a lot of things that people forget about Leo now because I don't really like I'm not talking about his personal life. I'm talking about like film wise mm-hmm. and like how we kind of grew up with him as an actor. He was always like that guy. He was always like that blockbuster guy. But he was always known as like this really serious actor out of the gate. Yeah, I think I I never really thought that he was funny. I mean, I knew that he was funny when you'd see interviews and stuff. Like he's you know like he can be personable, but all of his movies were always really serious because he's such a good dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. So we never saw him in anything that was funny, and I feel like this was the first kind of that dramedy. Um, but it was so like I don't think I knew he could be this funny. Yeah, like there's yeah. really nothing he can't do that Leo yeah, can't no, do. Great. It's kind of insane that this really proved it, and a lot of actors can't really be funny, like, in the same way. I think Brad Pitt is also funny, but in, like, a different way. Yeah. Um, But they worked really well together in, what is it, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because they're, like, oh different. God. Like, they're, like, different <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I didn't think it would work, but I, I do like that. I do like that Leo kind of makes fun of himself, and he also kind of knows the audience, like, what the audience thinks of him. Like, let's be real. Mm. The, how much acting was he doing in here? Like how how much? Yeah. Aside from him having like a regular job, which he's never had, he's never had a nine to five and like been an entrepreneur. That's probably the biggest stretch. But like the women, I, I don't know about the drugs, but just the women aspect and like the debaucherous aspect of his him being like a lifelong bachelor seems pretty spot on. Like, I think so. <laughs> I mean, allegedly. <laughs> this seems a lot like even just like certain moments when he first is um, at the party, when he first meets Naomi, like mm. I felt like as we were watching it, I was like, this is how he flirts. 
Like, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like I'm actually watching Leo pick up a girl right now, and it's, like, the eye contact, and it's the, like, hey, what's up? And and kind of, it's kind of you see how he gets a girl that's a little hard to get, but she's, mm-hmm. like, kind of playing coy with him, but then there's the guy. Because you know he's done this. You know Leo has tried to literally swipe a girl off a guy who's standing <laughs> right next to her. And I you mean, know that this scenario has probably happened. I mean, that that, like, takes talent. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, totally. I I can't imagine. I mean, I love how she just like come like walks up and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, "Oh yeah, this is my house." And the guy's just like, "Hey, man, yeah, what's up?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, how's it going? Um, do you like jet skis?" (laughs) She's like, "Oh, I've never done it before. Really, you haven't on jet ski? No, never done it. Really, never been on jet ski. How many times are you gonna ask her? She's never been on a jet ski. (laughs) I don't know. I'm gonna ask her a few more times. (laughs) Then maybe I'm gonna ask her again. Like." It's just, I feel like he would do that. I feel like yeah, that's yeah, no, I, no, very I agree. him. Um, <laughs> and also this, like, I don't know when the first time I saw this movie was. I don't think I saw it in the theater because I probably would have remembered. But I have it on DVD. And if it's on TV, I'll usually watch it. Yeah. I've seen it so many fucking times. And every time it's just, like, funnier than the last and just so chaotic. And I don't know how Leo didn't have, like, heart palpitations or a stroke or an aneurysm. Because he's constantly <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs yelling freaking out like there's so many events that especially that last fight when him and naomi break up oh god like it's just such chaos and you just can't Mm. take your eyes away like he's just running he's like manic he's like cutting up the fucking sofa yeah like looking for coke or just like oh my god and (laughs) her yelling at him like that that whole thing it was just that's why i don't i never met anyone who said this movie was boring because i don't know how it could be because it's just constantly moving all the time but yeah i mean it's just he did such a great job and I think he should have won the Oscar. Um, well, speaking of which, the person that did win this year was Matthew McConaughey for, um, for Dallas Buyers Club. Which is great because they were in that scene and I even wrote like, wow, Leo's staring at the man who stole the Oscar from him <laughs> like, in this scene. Like, you motherfucker, you're in here for lit- He only filmed that like the second week of them shooting the movie. Yeah, that's nuts. And it's nuts that he just kind of like waltzed in and like, this whole thing that he's known for was a real McConaughey thing. That weird, like, mm, um, thing. that's what he does to warm up for scenes yeah. because of course he does. <laughs> I was like, like <laughs> of course. When I, I, I read that, I was like, I was like, uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That totally tracks. And yeah. Leo apparently heard him do this off the set and was like, looked at like Martin Scorsese, even in the shot, you can see him look off really quick to be like, what's he doing? Are we going to do, we're going to do this? We're, we're going, we're going, okay, we're going. And he just kind of plays <laughs> yeah. along. And it must be so hard to improvise very much like Woody Allen has a lot of his actors do and Scorsese. I don't know how actors mm. do it. If you are an actor out there, let me know. Cause how do you even know when they're stopping? How do you know when they're done? If it's improvised? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you just have to go with your gut. Like, I mean, have you seen the outtakes of, um, there's like a scene from the movie This Is Forty when um and, and it's uh there's a scene when like Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann is that mm-hmm, her name yeah when um they're like in the principal's office with like M- 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 Melissa McCarthy and she is is just like go- going off on them just like totally off script and it's 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 like all like on it's 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 all all, all like you, you, you know like off the 
top of her head. And, and it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen in oh, my man. life. I've seen yeah. bits of it, but I have to, I have to watch it like fully. Cause yeah, I yeah, don't think yeah. I've ever seen it completely. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's really good. <laughs> I love Leslie, man. She's really funny. Isn't she married to Judd Apatow? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. I know Judd Apatow did that movie. Cause it's like Jason Siegel, I think is in it too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanna, yeah. Now I want to see that again. Or, like, actually see it. Like, see the... I've seen... What scenes have I seen? I know I've seen different scenes from it. It might have been on one of those, like, recap shows. Like, the decade recaps. Because I remember seeing something, and I was like, oh, this is 40. I think I probably avoided it now that, like, that's closer to my reality. I probably am just like, oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, God. um, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be a sequel to Knocked Up. I personally enjoyed it more. Oh, I have knocked up but, on DVD. I have no idea why. It's one of those things I think I've watched once, and I don't know why I still have it. It's like yeah. the Canadian version. It's weird. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I think maybe I like liked Seth Rogen or something, but it's an okay movie. It's not like bad. It's just, yeah. you know, I don't know why I still have it, but yeah, it's so interesting. Um, okay, let's move on to behind the scenes because there's a fuck ton and let's get into the Oscars and let's okay. get into like what the fuck. Thanks for listening to the Fashion Grunge podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash fashion grunge and we have 90 episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So-Called Life, tons of movies and just a ton more content. So go check it out. As always, rate, like, subscribe. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts podcast and Spotify and thanks. Bye.